0: Okay Lend your voice to this movement Your voice is very powerful You have so much power in this moment in this moment. So use it and use it wisely support the movement and SARS and please brutality Use your resources in however way you can if you can go to protests please go to protest if you can donate please donate and if if it's to be an online protester please just do something make sure you're involved make sure you participate so yes i equally agree that this generation is very inspiring it feels like we would not refuse to be stifled. We would not refuse to be oppressed. We have a voice and we've realized the power that our voices carry and we will not hesitate to use it to cause change and action where it is required. So yes, that is certainly something that gives me (laughs) hope and joy great comfort uh although although i think this might not have happened if black if it wasn't polluted by black lives matter i feel like the way black lives matter the protest and the entire story the way it played out that narrative i think just gave us this sort of push this bolster that we needed Because things like this have always happened. But because we realized that if we should stand together as a people, true change would definitely occur then. Sorry, then that happened. I think second of all, the pandemic has been a blessing in disguise. Because a lot of people are frustrated for various reasons. People who are out of jobs in this period. People who don't have... A steady source of income this period people who are currently not in school people everybody is quite jobless and at home so we have a lot of time on our hands and they are very little distractions so everybody feels like they can really invest a lot of their energy into this movement usually before when issues like this would occur people have other things to do they will have to go to work or go to school they have important lectures you can't miss out on because they will firstly not get an attendance signed. And then that would mean they might not be able to write an exam at the end of the term, which means they will not have a degree and without the degree, they will probably not have a job. So it's kind of like, okay, your future is just going to flush down the drain. The protest can wait. This class is more important, but now you don't have that excuse anymore. People are angry. So this is like a combination of several, like several like anger from different outlets and then there's now this channel to let out all your anger so obviously everybody's out to just just discharge all the anger and frustration out of their system and i think it's very good this is the cathartic catharsis oh i never pronounce this word right (laughs) that a lot of people need to move forward with their lives i think hopefully the government does something about this but honestly, I feel like SARS is not the only major problem Nigeria has. I feel like Nigeria has. Nigeria is submerged in an ocean of problems. Like we're literally on the... You know how the ocean is and how the ocean bed is. I feel like Nigeria is is a sunken ship that is residing on that ocean bed. Like, deep, deep down. We have several problems. And I feel like we have a structural problem. Because a lot of structures have major flaws that are really, really terrible. That just really affect the ordinary, the lives of ordinary Nigerians. It's not just about the police sector. If you look at the educational sector too, it is deeply flawed. I can't even start to unpack that one right now. Because it's even something that personally affects me. So I have a lot to say about that. So I can say I'm angry. But I don't know why I'm not angry enough. But I feel like... My anger is just not the typical anger, probably because I've trained myself not to just get, get angry at things. That's probably why I'm not exhibiting as much anger as is expected of me, but I'm quite angry. And then there's also the issue of healthcare and medicine. Maybe in eyebrow areas like Lekki, you know, the good parts of Lagos, they might not experience this because they have the money to themselves in a bubble so they are not exposed to the vagaries of life that a typical Nigerian who's that falls within the middle class and lower class strata social strata would experience. So, if you go to a typical general hospital, God Almighty, the situation there is messy like it is, it is, it is messy. That's just a word, and that word does not even perfectly capture or describe the situation as it is we have a structural problem in Nigeria every structure in Nigeria is deeply flawed we do not have a government that is accountable these people do not even understand what it means to be Nigerian so they can never ever implement policies that would affect a typical Nigerian in the way that it should because they don't understand what it means to have a paltry sum of money as a minimum wage, to not have to, to, to not know what you're going to eat in the afternoon or at night. They don't understand that sense of despondency, that sense of uncertainty, that sense of desperation that I feel like every ordinary Nigerian has to face or deal with. It is so sad. These people literally live in a bubble. So they can never understand, let alone think of a way forward. They're always just going to think of doing things that just seem absurd to the typical Nigerian. So I feel like until there's a sort of absolute cleansing of the system, which will take years, if you have been very honest. We like to see America or Japan. Okay, let me not start to go out of my comfort of knowledge but we like to look at developed countries and compare ourselves to those countries but those countries have had centuries and decades and a long amount of years and people were willing to sacrifice their time their lives to building the country up so they're not just where they are because they prayed they are where they are because they have worked for it but i feel like here in nigeria we like to give all our responsibilities to god won't God help us to do everything I was, I was listening to a sermon and he says if you pray to God for a table God is going to give you wood you have to be you want to sit down and carve it into a table God's going to give you wood. He's going to supply you with the means of getting all the tools you need but you have to sit down and work and get the table but if you can't work and probably you have money then you can contract it out to a carpenter this is turning into a rant, so I might just go. But yeah, these are my opinions on the matter. Sorosoke! Okay. Okay. Sorosoke! 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 my dear, Sorosoke! Sorousuke. So, so